This is Out in Arkansas with Tracy and Angie. We're your hosts, Tracy Berry and Angie Bowen. What's up, Angie? I feel like we just did this. I know. You're upset. <sighs> I'm upset. Like, <laughs> take two. I should have said take I know, two. Take two. That's what God. I was waiting for. Okay, take two. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, we got we got to stick with the transparent, easygoing kind of thing mm-hmm. that we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, something happened with our recording, so we had to start all over, all over. And the the witty repartee is gone. I know it's gone. It's no one will ever witness that again, uh. except for I mean, we just have it in our minds to tell people about. Oh, the silent guest says it's fine that no one will witness that again. Oh. Uh. I don't. Yeah, she's wrong. People would miss. She's out wrong. On that. People would. People would miss mm-hmm. that. Yeah. We were talking about rum yeah. in case anybody. Really well, wants yeah, to yeah. Know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because National it's rum. Because it's rum. Well, it's rum time now. Always rum time. Always rum time. Mm-hmm. Rum day. National rum day was last week, which we got to hang out on we that did. day and sip some rum, which is rare that we get to hang out during the week outside of recording these podcasts. It is. Well, you are very busy. I do, I mean... You do a lot yeah, of shit. Yeah, I'm busy. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't. I am. Yeah. There's but no Thursday was rum day. Thursday was rum day. Clear the calendar. <laughs> We're going to hang out. We got to hang out. We got to have some rum. We did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people out there listening probably do not know that you are a rum connoisseur of sorts. Yes. It's, yeah. it's new. I acquired, well... You acquired Self, a taste self-annotated for uh, the title, Rum Connoisseur, about two years ago, I'm going to say. Two years ago. Well, it ago. started with a trip to Canada, in all fairness, would have, which would have put that at 2015. For those of you who can't see us, she keeps looking at our silent guest that's here today. Who's here to keep <laughs> me honest and fact check. We have a live fact checker live in, in studio, which is not a studio at all. <laughs> um but yeah i mean so yes. I mean, so you've always enjoyed rum right oh uh, yeah i i would say previously i enjoyed captain and i didn't really branch out much well, from that. Rum, um, well yeah but just like that was it oh and the occasional 10 cane which by the way you can't find around here anymore which I've is never so heard sad because it's actually it's really good uh yeah but then when we were in canada on a super rainy day across the street from a museum we went to this bar which was like it was actually an awesome bar like all this old woodwork whatever and uh the silent guest uh sampled various whiskeys and i sampled various rums and then the quest was born bam so i just keep doing it (laughs) i'm like oh here's a new one i'm gonna try this i gotta sample this Uh yeah so i've determined what what um so, rums are different based on the region that they come from, and I've decided... Like wine or anything else, I guess. For sure. Yeah, because yeah, sometimes it's fruit-based, sometimes it's actually like more molasses, sugar cane, what, like, it's a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, you can get nerdy about <laughs> it if you get, want to. You can nerd out on you some rum. You can totally man. nerd out about it, and then you feel justified <laughs> in drinking it all, because you can, like, you well, know, you nerd can, out you about nerd it. You can nerd out on beer, on rum, on whiskey, a lot of things. But oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You could. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yes, now... Connoisseur. No, yes. Connoisseur. Yep. So I, I don't really drink rum as much as I used to. Of course, I'm enjoying... Unless you're around me. I'm, I'm enjoying a rum yes. drink with you. And of course, last week I did too. I'm more of a whiskey person like our silent guest over here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
who is not beer. so silent. There was a little <laughs> whoop, whoop, <laughs> there was a, <laughs> for whiskey. For, can I get a little whoop, whiskey? Whoop, you'll get her to pipe up. Whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um, back in the day, I used to enjoy. <laughs> Back in the Malibu day. rum. I didn't oh, do Captain as much as Malibu. I could never like, do that. Like, I could that. carry a Malibu, like, handle around like it was Kool-Aid. Like, at a... At a I know. I shouldn't say that, but it's I It's like did. suntan oil. Man. Like... I go to a tailgate oh. with my Malibu. All right. Yeah. Not anymore. It's like sugar. Good. Like, I can't... It's... It's, it's super like, sweet. I mean, it reminds me of banana boat coconut... Suntan, yeah. <laughs> like that's why I was like, no, I like. If I'm not drinking the suntan, no, I'm not drinking I, that. No, officer. No, I just <laughs> accidentally sipped the banana boat. I've been laying out. Mm-hmm. Been at mm-hmm. the pool. Come on. Yeah. No, that never happened. But um, so yeah. Well, so we got to hang out. We did last week during. We happened the week to be at an event outside of the podcast because we happened to be at an event. So last week, um. We had Kaleidoscope here, which is our 10, this year is a 10-day um, film and cultural, LGBTQ plus film and cultural festival that we have in Argenta, North Little Rock, and it's it's super cool. This year is the fourth year. If you yep. listened two weeks ago, we, in our podcast, we had Mark Thiedemann on and we talked about... Um, the movies that were going to be shown and why it's so important to have a festival like this. But you and I got to be a part of it um, in a panel discussion yes. last week for Trans Military. Yeah, which, well, and we talked about it, but, you know, people listening don't know. Unless right. they were at Hibernia. They don't know. Right, they don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and if you were at Hibernia, hey, hey. Um, uh, you should have said hi. <laughs> I'll text those people. We got their numbers. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was um, surprised simply because I, I do do have done a lot of work with folks at various points in their transition in military service. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very surprised at my own emotional reaction to the film because it's sort of I mean not to be dismissive or flippant about it but it's sort of like I do this stuff on an almost daily basis right, so I didn't yeah. like I kind of like I, I know You're this stuff. You're kind of used to it or, or yeah almost like just kind of. It's sort of yeah it's just like again, not to, to minimize it, it. well yeah, it's just no, to go right. I mean this is my normal right. so this is and, um, and just to say you know we did not pre-screen this before no. the event like we came into it only knowing what you could find on the internet as far as summaries mm-hmm. and things about it, not having watched it. And so we went into this to, to do this panel discussion without having any really prior knowledge of the entire yeah. film. Because I, I personally prefer to do it that way. Because mm-hmm. I want to have, like, I want to have an organic reaction to it. Mm-hmm. I want to watch other people's organic reactions to it. And then hopefully incorporate that right in the conversation that follows um but yeah it was super yeah it was a really really good film because i had a very a a largely emotional reaction that i did not anticipate happening Mm -hmm. um so and again that's with a decent amount of familiarity around all aspects of the film and i still like it's just yeah it it was a very very well made like just it was a really good film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it was pretty cool, like, to be a part of it. 
Yeah, it was really cool. cool. And it was, I didn't know what to expect going into it. You know, of course, I, I read a real quick summary of it online and to kind of halfway know what we were going to be watching. Um, but I didn't expect to, you know, I'm thinking transmilitary, of course, you know, maybe there's going to be some emotion because you have people that are deploying and things like that. But I just didn't think about everything that might be involved in that with with family and then their situations within their own units and things like that. But because there are, of course, very light moments mm-hmm. within the film where we're laughing and, and it's like, okay, whatever. It's not whatever, but, you know, there, there are a lot moments. And then there were moments when it was like, shit. Yeah, you know? I think I think the like, light moments come because of the relatability piece of the characters sure. because they're people, people. like we're all right. people, right. right? But then it's that um, we lose a little bit of relatability because the gravity of the situations and the positions that they're placed in is like, oh, yeah, I can relate to you on like the more uh, like just the you know air quote lighter aspects of being a human, mm-hmm. but oh shit. There's this whole other level that I don't have that shared experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that that just makes it all the more impactful to watch yeah. something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, and of course, after after the showing of the documentary, we, we had a panel um, with three individuals that joined us on the stage. Mm-hmm. And Brave souls. Brave souls. It takes a lot of courage to get up there. Yeah. Especially when this shit shows like <laughs> rolls in, right? Like it's what is even gonna happen? Like, oh god, what are they, what are they oh gonna my say? God. <laughs> it's Tracy and Angie. I don't, we don't even know where this is gonna the go. Hell? They don't give us any questions beforehand. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. like this is gonna be all natural. That's right. Let's just roll with Super it. Super organic. Mm-hmm. Like we're hippies or something. Yeah, totally. No. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with no, that. There's not. Um uh, but complete respect. For them, and not all yeah. of them were were vets. We had a veteran, we had someone that is currently enlisted, mm-hmm. and then we had someone that is um, an Episcopal pastor, mm-hmm. trans and so, advocate, and, and all yeah. yeah, and all trans, and um, to put yourself out in that position, and of course, there two of them are completely. You know, mm-hmm. and they're advocates, and they're activists, and they're yep. very um, active in the community, but not all of them were. Right. Yeah. And so to to put yourself in that position for the benefit of others, right, um, speaks to their character, but also, I mean, that's what they're doing already, right? I was gonna say that's kind of military military right? you yeah. know you you put yourself in a position that you could possibly um end up on the front lines defending mm-hmm. our country um you know yeah you serving others super at great courageous. risk yourself yeah. yeah 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 and so i you know that panel discussion it was of course because it's what we do. I mean, everything kind of worked organically, and, and, you know, we talked about they shared their own experiences, and and um, and those ranged from one end to the other, mm-hmm. you know. 
and of course super relatable even though uh, one of our panelists was has not been in the military but because they're trans a lot of that you know yeah that's, that's the same experience um they have their own front lines i think anybody they, yeah. i mean lots of folks who are marginalized they have a we all have a series of differing front lines but mm-hmm. what goes along with that the risk and everything that goes along with that is similar even mm-hmm. if the lines are different yeah yeah and i think that's it's hard um i think a good majority of the time we we don't take that into consideration because i know i've done that before i've done that with you we've had that discussion between mm-hmm. the two of us when we first kind of like i guess in the beginning of all of this because i never took your situation into uh consideration i never put myself i never understood why maybe you weren't as active or as 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 far as social events as mm-hmm. far as getting out there to events and and um as much as as i was mm-hmm. and i didn't understand and so for whatever reason because again i wasn't putting myself in your shoes or even saying hey angie why 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 don't you do this it was just automatically me thinking or judging I'm totally putting myself on front street. I'm totally calling myself out, and that's what I do. I'm good at it. I always telling myself. Um, but I was like, why, you know, Angie, I'm doing all this, and you're not there, and why are you not there? And I didn't understand um, where I should have been saying, hey, man, like, talk to me. Like, let's, you know, doing this. I'd like to have you there with me. Is there a certain reason why you're not? And instead of trying to have a conversation with you and understanding i automatically judged and i think and here we are and here so we it's are. fine <laughs> it's fine here we are. yeah well i mean we did yeah it got to the point where we did have a conversation about it because mm-hmm. it's sort of and i think it's just yes it's like and i don't think it's like a um judgment necessarily as like a slight it's just a lack of understanding right Mm -hmm. and so then it's there like there's this only one way you should like should be gay should do all the whatever um like if you're not doing it the same way i am then you're not doing it right yeah kind of thing um i'm an asshole well, you're not though, because we could have a conversation. I guess our 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 well, she thinks I am too. Under. So don't worry about it. Um, she calls two of the nicest people around assholes. So whatever. Um, that is also a viable perspective. It's incorrect, but it's a viable perspective. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, we were able to have a conversation wherein what I expressed to you was, um, in some like I feel like my quote-unquote profile is high enough like i don't i mean sure yeah Uh, but you are not the first person let me just say that you are not the first person from within the community uh to verbalize that kind of expectation or disappointment that i wasn't doing it Mm -hmm. um others were not as willing to have a conversation um others were harsher in their judgment and felt as though I don't want to quote them, but sort of, that I was betraying. Um, Like, Benedict Arnold, I think, was actually the phrase that was given. Oh, Um, wow. And, yeah, well, the reality is, and 
which our conversation was, yeah, there's more than one way, like, to advocate mm-hmm. or to even be an activist. Like, there's more than one way to try to be an agent of change. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that I have chosen doesn't really allow for, I don't think, right, for a few reasons, doesn't really allow for me to be out and maintain that uh, public a profile, like, in the same way that you do. Uh, because for me, number one, for me to be able to have the re- energy reserves to do what I do on a daily basis, right. I mean, I've got to be pretty judicious in where I extend my energy, mm-hmm. right? So I need to be, I need to make sure, because those folks who come to me in that setting, I want to make sure that I have enough to give to them. I don't ever want anyone to not get that from me because I've been out. Right. In, uh, like it's just like it's a different premise right when they come to me it's a right. different premise yeah. um, and they, they have a different set of expectations and they should I mean truthfully they should and that's part of the deal what I signed on for so I get that so I have that responsibility uh, the other aspect is I'm super aware of the privilege that I have mm-hmm. um, and how that allows me me to move much more freely through society on a daily basis and there are a lot of folks that I see that don't have that. Right. Um, and I feel the need to be very aware of that. And as such, I don't... And if I were to go out into those spaces, I would potentially infringe upon one of the very few safe spaces that they have. Right. And I don't want to take that away from them. Because, again, I can move more easily. Like, I have more privilege in it for whatever the reasons are. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever want to be like your counselor shows up to a space and you're probably going to change your behavior right, right. like there's going yeah, to be like you're, gonna, you're, you're not going like, to be oh. your natural right. true self yeah for whatever reason and yeah. i don't ever again because so many of them have so few safe spaces to be their organically authentic self i don't want to take any away from them so i'm and i'm cool to just hang back like i'm i'm fine with that like mm-hmm. i'm not I'm not resentful of that. I'm not like I, it's just for me, it's part of the responsibility and I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. But it is, I mean, it's vastly different. And we did have those conversations where it just looks like I'm not out and about like I quote should be, that I'm like, I'm all gay every day. Like there's really no getting away from that. (laughs) Like I'm all gay every day. So, and I just direct efforts otherwise. Like it's, there's really no getting away from it. I'm not, Jesus, like I'm hundred really footer, trying to, right? Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not trying to hide because I promise people can find me pretty easily. Like I'm clearly not hiding. There's just yeah, there are different. Right. I think yeah, there are different ways, and people make different considerations for different reasons. And I think they're equally valid. Mm-hmm. But I think, like I said, you were not the first person, right? To bring that to my attention so some people don't really understand or consider there might be other reasons for it right i'm not trying to like sidestep the responsibility of the movement it's you know, i have a different way to do that yeah i'm doing it it just doesn't look the same yeah that's how you do it it's funny how we have a, a tendency to to compare based on what we're doing you well, know because yeah, we right we want to be we want to think that we're doing it we're engaged in it because we think it's the right thing, but mm-hmm. we don't always consider that it's the right thing for us, and right. maybe it isn't right for someone else. Right. Because even in the world that we're living in today, whether, and so a lot of people may not have your reasoning for not, 
you know, doing certain things or being out or, or things like that. Um, there are other reasons, like maybe they're not out with their family or mm-hmm. maybe they're, you know, enlisted in the military and yeah. it's not really completely upsetted, accepted right now, especially well, in the climate. Safe. It's not even safe right now right. in the climate that we're living in. Um, and so I think everything's up in the air. And I think it's interesting too is that also depends on the unit you're in mm-hmm. and where you're at at the time. Because it could be completely different if you're deployed. Yeah. As opposed to when you're back home with the unit that you serve with on a daily basis. Which yeah. was really interesting to me. You know, it seemed as if when you're deployed, maybe everybody's maybe, I don't know, combat mode or, or just like, like their mentality is completely different or whatever. But it seems it seemed as if after watching Transmilitary that in deployment mode the mentality was different and Mm -hmm. and no one even thought about that as being an issue like don't give a rat's ass like as long as you have my back i've got your back we're all in this together and everybody's going to come home kind of thing like like you're you're my brother you're my sister you're my whatever we're all fighting for this deal and we've got to keep each other safe and it Nothing else mattered. Well, and yeah, for, so for the folks that I've worked with it, which again, it was, it was interesting to me to watch the film because there are people, yeah, that their timeline is what it is. I've worked with people to go, uh, like, while the band was active the first time mm-hmm. um, and kind of planned any sort of transition, medical transition from what is your discharge date, let's move backwards, here's when you can most safely start HRT without too many giveaways to cause problems i mean we've done that i was with people that band was lifted and then they came out Mm -hmm. to their unit because the band was lifted um and then the response that they received at that point and then now with people where the band was apparently reinstated via tweet i mean like whatever (laughs) um yeah i mean seriously (laughs) But time and time again, what I heard from people that I yeah. work with is the people next to them, like their their battle buddies, the people they're in the literal trenches with, mm-hmm. don't give a shit. What they know is, um, I'm here to watch this person and this person has my back, and that's mm-hmm. it. Like, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has happened, I mean, certainly on deployment, but even when they come back within their unit, because they're bonded to the folks in their unit... Mm-hmm. Uh, more often than not, what I hear is that there's a lot of hesitation about how's the NCO, like how how's the commanding officer, because the commanding officer could be just as much a part of that unit, but then also is kind of like middle management, yeah. who has to enforce the policy. Um, but for the most part, and I I actually can't readily identify a time where it didn't go well. Um, support was. It was present and overwhelming in terms of uh, the folks that they served directly with and even the NCOs. Mm-hmm. I've just been like, I don't care. Like, can you show up and do your job? Then right. good. Right. And so I think that part, to me, that part is encouraging. Like, that part, people can figure it out mm-hmm. and just be like, I don't. Yeah, do your job. We're good. You have my back. I have yours. Yeah. We're fine. Um, but it was good. I mean, 
it's I don't know. It's just reassuring to see it, even in the time of ban lifted, ban may or may not have been reinstated. That that mentality subsists for a lot of folks who are serving. Mm-hmm. That yeah, the folks on deployment are like, I don't care. Like yeah, I mean, I don't it, care. Well, it was interesting, you know, for that for the person to be over there you know, on the front lines and, and like hesitant or not really hesitant, but not super excited about coming back home, even though they have a partner back home that they plan to marry and they love very much, but being deployed and being over there with their unit was the one place where they could completely be their authentic self. And that was so freeing and so comfortable that they almost would choose that over coming home to be with someone they love well yeah because for so long i mean and this is trans but i think it's gay i think it's everybody right honestly the fights to get to a place where they can be their authentic self and it's a i mean it's for a lot of us it's i mean it's a big struggle Mm -hmm. and then when you get there you sure as hell don't want to give that up because you fought so hard to get there so you don't want to have a taste of it and then have it yanked away. Like, that's just... But do you think, like, yeah, the um, kind of the level to which it is that I would rather stay deployed because at least... I mean, that's... I don't... I don't think we could overstate the significance of that takeaway for yeah. that person. No, I would choose to be in harm's way on a daily basis if it meant I got to be authentic self. Right. I don't... I don't think you can overstate the meaning like the significance of that like yeah that was yeah. just and I you know and Justin I think put and, and Randy you remember you you remember the quote better than I do but well I mean it was super Justin... like god yeah um so in the conversation around I think I think I asked the question where how do you show up to serve in an agency that basically says I would wish you weren't here like how do you do that like mentally how do you get there right um and his response is like i mean i'm still like it's a week later i'm like damn like i don't damn uh his response to that was i the way i view it is i fight for their right to hate me well shit i mean i don't okay yeah it's like Okay, I don't. Uh, yeah, there's not really a response there's for that. Just like that. sit like and I, let it sit like in and right go. Now, I still don't know uh, what know. The words you would, uh, would say. And the yeah. only word I mean that comes up for I mean generally for members of the military, but certainly in that instance and with what Justin said, like yeah, admiration. Like I just can't like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's respect, but it's it's even beyond that to yeah. just admiration for the ability. To put yourself yeah. like service to others that much to others is, is is more important than than yourself. Yeah, and why the hell shouldn't that person have full rights if they're willing to do that? Right. I'm not willing to do that. Right. He is, and we're potentially infringing upon his rights. Like, I'm I'm not even willing to do that. Yeah. So. Well, it takes us into it. So. And in keeping with the, you know, it, we all we all have our own way of doing things, you know. 
we're not all exactly the same, thank God. Right? That would be so boring. <laughs> we're all we're all different in the way that we do things and and something that we've been talking about a lot even prior to this, but especially after having this this panel conversation, this discussion was, you know, we have to to meet people where they are. Yeah. Because we're not all in the same place. We're not all on the same level. Like, I might be completely out to my family. I might be completely out at work. But unfortunately, that's not the case for everybody. Everybody can't be that way. Everybody can't be out at work. You can be fired. Arkansas is an outwill state, you know. Um, If you're enlisted right now, there's a possibility that you could get kicked out. You lose your livelihood. Right. For just being you. And so not everybody, not everybody can go to Kaleidoscope for fear of being out in public. Right. If I go LGBTQ, to this gay thing, will everyone know? Same, like, they, oh, yeah, for sure. Will everyone know that I'm a lesbian or everyone know that I'm gay? Will everyone know that I'm trans? Will everyone, you know, will my boss find out? Will, will my mom find out? Yeah. You know, um, and so again, or maybe just like you, maybe... I just don't need to be there for, you know, several other reasons for the for the people that I'm here for that I choose mm-hmm. as my profession, um, or maybe you just are an introvert. <laughs> or maybe I'm sure that's what it is. But you no, know, it's not for you. But oh. for other people, maybe it's just like that's just not your thing. But maybe you do other things. Um, but again, we're all in different places, and we kind of have to meet people where they are, and that's a uh, because recently, I've recently as of last year around November, I became the chair of the Stonewall Democratic Caucus of Arkansas. Um, so this is a completely political yep deal, right? And um, not everybody's willing to to be involved politically. That doesn't. I am mean, not. You are not. So that doesn't mean that. You're not doing things for our community if you're not involved politically. Um, And it's interesting because I've had a couple of conversations over the last month with people who have, you know, maybe moved off to other states, other cities, where there are other things going on besides like a Democratic caucus for the LGBTQ community. Like in Richmond, Virginia, uh, we talked to VL, and Mm -hmm. and there's a big Stonewall-like athletic league. I don't know if it's a softball league, but there's like it's this like an softball. athletic Let's like an honest. association. It's probably softball. <laughs> we bought yeah. <laughs> I mean it's maybe rugby. Too. It could be basketball or rugby. Rugby. Yeah. rugby. God, I said no to rugby. It scared me so bad. It's like I don't want a bunch of people laying on top of me. Well that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> Not when they're We're getting a reaction. To hurt me. Yeah. We're getting a reaction like from our silent guest. Rugby versus <laughs> Um, other um, activities, but but and then there was another uh, lesbian couple that has recently moved into town um, from another city where something that like that was was available a softball league oh, yeah. uh, for the LGBTQ community, and there's been like, hey, so maybe is it a possibility that we have something like that here in Arkansas where it's not always a political function that you're attending for quote-unquote stonewall or whatever but it's like a chance just to to get outside of not a bar 
like so you're not going to the bar you don't have to to it's be social bar, going. you know <laughs> you know but i, I mean I but right but you know what i'm saying like that yeah. there's tends to be there's especially i don't know more so not as much i think in the lesbian community as much as the as the gay community with the men is there's a lot of of bar activity mm-hmm. like going to the bar going to the gay bar to hang out and that's where you socialize um or going to these political events and that's where you socialize but maybe something outside of that conversation and on a different level where it's active mm-hmm. you know to to get out and and be a part of the community and feel like you're in a safe space but not having to have a political conversation about well make sure you vote or who you voting for or hey you need to vote on this one then we have this legislation going on because even in those situations outside political if it were like a softball league or a tennis um, group I don't play tennis, so I don't know what you call those. Is there? Is it a group? Is it a league? You have a league. <laughs> there, there are tennis leagues. It's fine. There are, there are tennis leagues um, that are sorted by division. Yeah, I have a really level. bad, yeah, bad backhand, and I, like a, I can't find a... That anyway, we can talk about anyway, that later. Go ahead. Um, and so, but where it, it might lead to those conversations, or at least, you know, create awareness around issues, um, just by getting together and being in a social space or function yeah i think you're kind of like angie's gonna translate for me thank you you're welcome (laughs) she's my translator i'm sorry i I do that i'm bad i ramble it's 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 see it's different i'm meeting you where you are and this is where we're gonna go (laughs) Um, so basically here's the deal i think there's more than one way right right to meet even what are common objectives there's more than one way so i think like, one of the reasons when I was like, oh, yeah, if it's political, I'm not showing up. Why? Well, because I'm burned out. Because I can't get away from politics, even though I want to. Like, it's... Turn on the TV. So, if you want me to show up for more, I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, I'm avoiding the shit that comes in. Like, I'm not showing up on purpose to anything else. Right. Uh, so, and I don't, I don't think I'm the only one that feels completely inundated and often, uh, well, not defeated, but mm, I don't know. Maybe defeated sometimes. Like, it's just overwhelming, right? So, if you're trying to get me to show up and have more political conversations, number one, no, because I'm already burned out. Number two, this is preaching to the choir, and that's not where change happens. Right. So, then if we go, okay, so how, what are other ways in which we can get like-minded people together, but in a format that they're not burned out by? Right. Can we still get those people together? And have maybe political conversations, conversations, but not in a political setting. So, like, yeah, can we get together because we know that our political uh, beliefs and ideals align, but then do other stuff? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, I mean, that also kind of gets us away from that one-dimensional identity wherein I'm gay, so here I am. Mm-hmm. I'm Democrat, so here I am. How about if we be all the things and hang out together? And find out what else we are. Yeah. Is that about what you were trying to do there? Yeah. I'm just checking. Yeah, okay. you're good. That's good. Okay. You always cool. do it. Right. <laughs> well, I'm a damn good shortstop is what I am. But it was whatever. Well, then we'll have a, we'll have a league. <laughs> I'm a switch hitter too, but only on the softball field. 
<laughs> just saying. Yeah. 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 You got that. I'm just saying I am. But um, no, and it was. But then there's also. So it doesn't have to be athletic. So also, I met um, at the closing night of Kaleidoscope. We showed a film. We screened a film, and it was the miseducation of Cameron, of Cameron Post. Post. Yes. And it was, and it's, it was all on conversion therapy. Ugh. And it, it it wasn't a documentary, right? But it was. Thank God. It brought it. You've got to watch this movie when it comes out. It's, I'm told it's on the Netflix list. It's on the Netflix. You okay? We've referenced this in previous podcasts, so people know. I don't mean the list. It, but we've it we've up. referenced yeah. the list. Yeah, we have. But we haven't referenced when neighbor this. Neighbor Nick was here. This right. movie in particular. Um, but there was so that movie. You've got to watch it. Go to Netflix. The Miseducation of Cameron Post. You need to watch that. Um, but. In attendance for that screening was a book club, a queer book club. Mm. And okay. so a local, I think English teacher here in Little Rock, started this thing and, and it just blew up. Like they can't find a space big enough wow. for this book club to meet now. And so I thought, wow, that's really cool. But again, it's, it's, an, it's something outside of... You know, a politically beyond active, the gay identity, beyond give the me gay something identity. else. Yes. It's just like, I mean, it's yeah, book club as opposed to a softball league. Is a you know something where you're not coming into what we're getting pounded with every day that we don't even want to look at our social media feed, or we don't even want to turn on the TV, or we don't want to turn on NPR because of the crap that's happening Ooh, quick question for listeners assuming we have them i think we do because uh, i hear about it couple. sometimes maybe i hear about it sometimes we have a couple um would there be interest in a rum club <gasps> right <laughs> okay a rum club if there's a whiskey club you can run that but i'll handle okay <laughs> i mean we'll be equal opportunity drinkers it's there a whiskey club whiskey no okay yeah, oh, maybe I'll well, do I mean, that. Like, craft beer. I'm just saying, oh, craft like beer. if we're looking for other opportunities for engagement, yeah, rum club, right? Because it isn't. I mean, the LGBTQ isn't what defines us, but it is nice to have those safe spaces where we know we're going to 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 be with people. Yes, that have some of the same experiences that we have. Yeah, and we still, I mean, especially in the South, I think, we are still at a point where we do need designated safe spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to a higher degree than what I'm comfortable with. But again, I have a lot of privilege that doesn't necessitate that. Right. right? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel that I'm at risk when I move through other spaces. Right. I'm also super aware that that's not everybody's experience. Right. So I think that there is still a need mm-hmm. for, like, the designated safe spaces mm-hmm. well then i think we can still be varied in what those safe spaces offer right and i think we need to be right so i don't again i mean there's there's more than one way to be gay trans but i mean there's more than one way to be anything right and i think each different way is equally valid and we need to create safe spaces for those folks i mean 
it's, to me, it's just very logical. I mean, have you ever met yeah. two exactly the same people? No? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> then also, <laughs> probably extend that, and that totally applies. Yeah. 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 I don't think it has to be that difficult. Yeah. So we probably... So but I might be a bad gay. I mean, that's also, <laughs> that's also possible. Angie, no. You're not a bad gay. I might be. No. I'm going to drink my rum and do what I you're do. You're drinking your, your rum. You're doing what you're doing. You're on this podcast with me. I mean, you're you're not a bad guy at all. At all. Someone, not me, because, but someone will want to see the metrics for that. To judge whether you're not a... Yeah, to, to show. Mm. Demonstrably with data <laughs> that I'm not a bad guy. A scientist of sorts. So a, re- a, re- saying, a researcher of sorts. Can we get the data? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Just we'll figure that out. We'll get some data. We'll we'll, we'll work yeah. on that. I'm yeah. Not that worried about no, you're good. good. You're good. T-Bear says What's I'm it? a good gay. That's I'm a right. good gay. That's right. <laughs> I am a good gay. T-Bear data. T-Bear data. She would know. She's all up in the gay and all the gay places. If I'm a good gay. Well, I mean, so. Then I'm a good gay. I'm fine. Because I also. So I. I row. Mm-hmm. Like on the river in boats, boats, yeah, um, shells, rowing shells. And in the past, I've competed rowing. And one of the bigger um, head races was in Chattanooga, Tennessee, the head of the hooch. And there is a that's an awesome a name, by the way. gay rowing yeah. organization sure. that always is present there. Which I thought was awesome. And so I've also thought about, I wonder how we could do this into other sporting events. And of course, I'm speaking sporting events because that's what I'm used to. That's what I've grown up in. That's what I've, I've done my whole life. Coach Berry. Sports. Coach Berry. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I've thought about having an adventure race that I direct, Raid the Rock Adventure Race. And I, and, and I see... Like our national, one of our national organizations has like a scholarship thing for if we could, for an all-female team. Sure. So if we get an all-female team to race in nationals, you get a scholarship to do this. And it's like, I wonder if there's a way to like create a, a national LGBTQ adventure racing organization or like cycling. There might be one of those in existence. I don't know. I've never looked it up. But... Like, excuse me. I'm sorry. There was what? Uh, oh no, that's a different thing. Dikes. That's motorcycles. Uh-uh. Oh, there's dikes on bikes. Dikes on bikes. Okay. I'm sorry. Our silent guest is speaking. right. He's piping up, and so we like drop everything to hear what they say. <laughs> that's sort of what happened. Wait, what? Hold on. Take note. Wait. <laughs> Silence means don't talk. Yeah, except when they talk, then you drop everything and listen. Shoot us a text from the corner. <laughs> oh, just like the old days on the radio. <laughs> I know. We used to get a text every yeah. But hey, she's Director. listening. I know. She's directing she's pretty cool. It's fine. I'll take that. But I mean, things like that, like the book club, like a, you know, maybe a, a an LGBTQ writers club or i mean just different organizations which i'm sure they're probably out there maybe not in arkansas maybe in other states i'm sure there's organizations that maybe you could tie into but um i feel like the little rock kickball association while not exclusively or 
explicitly LGBTQ. There's a lot of representation oh, there from is. the umbrella community. The first year when I moved back from Northwest Arkansas, I played kickball and we had a an all female team, mostly lesbians, and we were no boys allowed was the name of our team, as it should be. <laughs> Also tore my UCL that year, but anyway, oh, okay. but but okay. and no and and Pooh no kickball. Who is the director of the kickball organization, which by the way is one of the largest in the nation. Oh, I didn't or it know was that. it was a few years ago. I don't know if that's changed, but for a it's long legit. time we were one of the largest kickball leagues in the nation. Really, I did not know that. Yeah, <gasps> pickleball is like an up and coming trend. You should probably uh, get around that. Love pickleball. I don't so even I'm know not, what it is, but no, I've listen, seen it. But so I'm not a good tennis player. Racquetball, never really played that a whole lot. Badminton, don't really enjoy it a whole lot, I've but I'll all play three it. of these rackets. Pickleball, mm-hmm. I love pickleball. So it's like a tennis court, but it's on like a hardwood, like a basketball court. And you're playing with like a smaller wiffle ball and wooden paddles. Huh. And I... I used to I used to teach it in PE and I of okay. course played it Coach going Perry. through college. Right. But I love pickleball. Well, I would totally I would totally be a part of it. Well, the there we go. See, <laughs> be a part of it. You got to build totally. it. Be a part totally. of it. Totally build it. I know that I think they have. Um, it's like I think they have the equipment. Maybe is there a league I in Mama? Because I know I used to work out at War I've Memorial seen it on Fitness. The Facebooks. I'm gonna have to check oh. into this. So War Memorial Fitness. Used to have wiffle ball, or yeah, we used to have um, pickleball Pickle equipment there that you could set up. And of course, I haven't worked out there in years, but yeah, I'd totally do that. In summary, the wait, O I A. I just learned that that was our acronym oh, yeah. for our podcast. <laughs> we have an acronym. Yeah, we're O I A listeners. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, just feel free to message in and tell us. What non-political organizations you might want to get engaged in. They don't have to be athletic. No, not at all. But we're gay, and so a lot of them might be. Mm. But they don't have to be. Not all gays are No, they're not, because overgeneralization is bad, and that leads to the only one way, right? There's more than one way to be gay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. I'm just saying, so book club, whatever, like, seriously. It, let's do the field of dreams thing, and if we build it, they will come. Let's yeah. figure out what they want us you to build. You know what has been, what would be a dream of mine? So there's oh, a boy. building in downtown Little Rock. It's called the Gay Building. Oh my God, I've seen it, and I've thought this right many off times. of Broadway. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Like it. I wish that we could purchase that building and have like a an LGBTQ community center. Yes. In which yes we could have all of these things going on. Just saying. But anyway, I just gave my dream away. That's only one. I have many dreams. That's just one launch a GoFundMe. It's fine. Yeah, okay. It's like, I gave it away, and now let's build it. I gave it, it away. Go gave it away. Ga- oh, my. <laughs> Is it time to go? That was, wow. Bad. That was, <laughs> what was that? I know. I'm cheesy Get, and bad. Gave it away. No, I'm always, yeah, that's no, fine. No, sorry. No, it's, but no, I mean, we, we need things like that here. Yes. And even if they're not already happening, like the book club is happening, um, of course Stonewall is happening. There's some, maybe some other things that maybe we're not in tune to that are happening. I can guarantee there's shit going on that I don't know so, about. So, 
If there is shit going on that Angie and I don't know about, we would love for you guys to let us know about it, either by posting on our Facebook page or sending us a private message, either way, but letting us know about these different things that are going on so we can let other people know about them or maybe even be a part of them ourselves if it's something that we're interested in. And if it's not already going on, maybe it's something we need to try to get started for our community. Well, yeah, because if we want to, the idea, right, is meet people where they're at. Well, we need to know where the people are at. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Tell us, and T-Bear will be there. Yeah. And if you're into cycling. Oh. Just kidding. No. Yeah. Tell, do, the, do the plug. <laughs> do it. Do the plug. Tell us, and uh, <laughs> Angie will tell me where I need to be. Yes. Um, but if you are into cycling, so there's this thing happening in the end of September, right? That's what I hear. It's the big damn bridge. BDB 100. 100. I mean, other distances, but BDB yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I am, I might be participating in it. I'm not real sure right now because I have a climbing competition the Thursday before. And it's dependent on some other plans of that weekend. But I might be mm-hmm. coming back to ride in it. But if you are participating in that... Let us know, because we we know people that are and might be riding alone. Yeah, specify distances when you let us know. Um, <laughs> and then if, um, yeah, so I would like like a buddy system kind of situation for someone I know. Um, and <laughs> so if you're already training for and probably roll at about a 17 mile per hour pace um please get uh the comments in now so that i can screen you appropriately (laughs) because uh if there's a match i i yeah there's somebody who needs a buddy and if you're a decent human being and you match i'll i'll pay your registration i'm like i'm just saying like because it's like you know safety and numbers and just general safety and also yeah but no creepers allowed Oh, we there don't, will be no. a screening process. We don't do creepers. There will be a face-to-face interview. Yeah. Like I won't like no. Mm-mm. There'll be a face-to-face. Coffee interview. or rum? <sighs> I don't, don't drink don't coffee. Do coffee. I don't, don't drink coffee. coffee. So every time we have coffee talks, it's not real coffee talks. But now I'm drinking coffee. But you're you're doing like the Coke. Yeah, Coca Cola. Coca Cola. I was like, wow, <laughs> that wow. This yep, soda. Uh, Wait, do you call it soda? Yeah. Well, yeah. But not pop. even, well, where I grew up, they call it pop, but I call it soda, and okay. I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. Um, <laughs> but I also drink, uh, I, I drink brewed cacao oh, yeah, in place do. of, yeah, coffee. Yeah. Do any of our coffee shops have that? I have no idea. I haven't ventured out to look. <clears throat> we need to open our own coffee shop. And have brewed cacao. Just brewed <laughs> cacao. I, like, that's, huh. Or the coffee, like, the already existing coffee shops could just supplement Ice maker, what's <laughs> happening back here? <laughs> Silent guest. <laughs> Silent guest is hitting the ice maker, yo. <laughs> it's rum time. So yeah, gin o'clock. Gin o'clock. Yep. It's Wednesday is June. Oh, okay. It's gin gotcha, o'clock. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So if 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 you're looking lots at of doing to tell us, yep. The BDB mm-hmm. and. 117 mile per hour pace not a creeper there will be interviews one yeah not 117 but 
the 100 as far as distance. Right. And 17 miles. And 17 pace. Sorry. Like you probably just, all, if you're, if you're a cyclist, you probably knew what she I meant. I know, right? I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, but yeah, hit us up on Facebook. Um, send us, us a personal a message. Club, if you want to drink cacao, if you want to, what? Softball, rugby, rowing. We're going to end up having like a, a, like a, a dating thing. No, I want no, I want Kaleidoscope speed, to do that because I don't want to get involved. Speed in that. dating, yeah, because yeah, okay, I don't, I don't want to. Oh my god, I do <laughs> we're not. not get we're not into in that, that business. No. Yeah, let us know what your interests are. Let us know what kind of groups or organizations you feel like we need here in Central Arkansas or wherever in Arkansas or in the South or or whatever. And um, let's see if we can't try to make some of those things happen. Because we're cool to be involved in building it, but only if you guys say you'll show up yeah yeah Yeah. totally cool for it totally cool yeah yeah kevin costner field of dreams build it they will come build it and they will come yeah yeah i'm all all in well i'm i'm all in too all right we're in so if you've been listening uh this is out in arkansas with tracy and angie we are on arctimes.com we are, along with some excellent company. Along with some excellent company. You can go to arctimes.com and check out their podcast list. We are in the top five of this podcast list. Don't ask how many there Don't are. Don't ask how many there are. But we're in the top five. But uh, we have joined Week in Review podcast, uh, along with The Conversation, No Small Talk, and Rock the Culture so go on there, arctimes.com. There is a link to the podcast. You can also find any of those on iTunes. Um, you can find them on SoundCloud. Whatever you choose, whatever platform you choose to listen to your podcast, you can find us on each of those. Uh, but we definitely appreciate Arkansas Times for allowing us to be a part of that library and uh, – yeah, so you all go in and uh, subscribe, leave a review, hopefully favorable ones. I would like to lock down the number one spot yeah. out of that top yeah. five. I want a very yeah. specific, like, like it's clear. This time. Lock down the number one. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a review and keep listening. And thank you for your ears. Ears. Lending us your ears. And your time. And your time. This has been Out in Arkansas with Tracy and Angie. Till next time. Have a good week.